Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. If you want. To destroy my sweater. Bum, bum, bum. Pull this thread as you walk away. Good Lord. Profoundly deep. That's good stuff. Uh, It's podcast time, Bryce. Hooray, a new week is here. There's been a lot of talk lately about the Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries on Netflix. You haven't started it yet. No, and I will watch it. I will. Your blushing bride has no interest in something so heinous. I think she's going to her mom's place for a week or so, maybe later on this month. That's when I'll squeeze it in. It's a lot to chew. It's 10 episodes. They're an hour long each. That's a gross way to put it. It's a, oh man, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Should we go back and start over? Wow. Oh. I didn't think that sentence through. That was pretty insensitive. That was unintentional and rude, and I should probably be canceled for that. Mm Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have outraged feelings towards this, largely because of the glamorization of Jeffrey Dahmer as a result. Yeah. That's how some see it. And I don't know. I fall pretty firmly into, it is a very interesting story that has been in the public domain for 30 years. Yeah, so I, I'm I not, agree. I'm not outraged that there is a dramatization of it. He's not the first, it's not the first serial killer story to be portrayed on television. I understand that some of the victims' families, yeah, yeah. they might not like it that much, but you know, I understand that it's a, a really compelling story. And when you watch it, it's not exactly like you come out of it going like, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer, what a guy. Yeah, he was misunderstood. <laughs> no, no the, I don't think that's, no. uh, that's not the takeaway. They make it pretty clear that the guy is a freak. Um, but this morning there was a story that, Oh, I can understand why this would upset a lot of people. And it's a Canadian person who's doing it. It's a guy from Vancouver. That's the part that really kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to be one of those smug Canadians that like nothing bad ever happens here. Yes. But this is kind of embarrassing. It's cringy. It's yeah, it's weird. So a guy in Vancouver, I guess he has a collection of these kind of collectibles from morbid things. And he has some Jeffrey Dahmer memorabilia artifacts. I don't know what the word would be. Yeah. But like he's selling the glasses he wore in prison. That look exactly like the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. They're wire rimmed. I think they were probably the ones he wore at trial too, because that was his look. Yeah. Yeah. And he's selling those glasses for $150,000. Yeah. Like that's you trying to cash in on suddenly everyone talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe. We'll raise the money. We'll buy the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. You can put them on and we'll punch you in the face and break them. Hmm. That is one idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is it me who has to wear them? I don't know. I just was spitballing. I don't know. Somebody has to wear them and then we punch them in the, and we destroy the Jeffrey Dahmer Dahmer glasses. Man, oh man. 150 grand. This guy claims that he got them from Dahmer's dad. Yeah, because he also has his Bible from prison and one of his 
school photos? I feel like there would be very few people who would be impressed with you if you said, hey, you know whose glasses I own? Jeffrey Dahmer's. I don't think that's going to win you any dates. No, I don't think it would. I think a lot of people would question why you would own such yeah. a thing and why you would fork over so much money for it. Yeah. It seems like a bad investment. It's like the people who buy John Wayne Gacy's paintings. Like, I think he paints or painted in Is he still alive? I don't know. He paint in prison and people would buy his paintings. God, that's weird. It is weird. It's strange. Yeah. And yeah, a little morbid. And I think you said this morning, uh, you're probably right that uh, some bad juju is going to come your way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some dark clouds are going to form over your house if you have your Jeffrey Dahmer eyeglasses on display. Can you imagine somebody walks into work next Monday morning and you're like, Kevin, did you get new glasses? Those look great. And then Kevin's like, yeah, they were Jeffrey Dahmer's. I don't think that you would be sitting at the same lunch table as Kevin anymore. No. I think you'd put some distance between you and Kevin. It might be an email to HR. Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe you want to talk to Kevin about wearing a serial killer's glasses. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. It's the only rule that I really think uh, should be followed co- around the world. The finders, keepers? Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. A lot of people like to stand on their high horse and be like, oh, I would do the right thing and return any items I ever find. I don't know, man. I, it depends what it is. Like if if they've, made, if they've made it easy for me to return it, I don't feel right about keeping a wallet full of money or something because I can open it up and I can see who you are and I can return it. Didn't you find something and you returned it and... I did. They didn't even thank you? No, not a word. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve. That's Christmas right. bloody Eve. And I got out of my car in a parking lot right over here outside of a pub. And when I say Christmas Eve, it was like 11 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve. And I stepped on a wallet, a woman's wallet that was just laying on the ground. So I picked it up. I found the ID inside I used Facebook to track this person down. I sent her a message. I drove halfway across the city to return it. And I, she pulled up at the same time. She grabbed the wallet on my hand and just took off. Didn't say a word. Man, oh man. Not one, uh, no, she said, hey, my wallet? That's what she said to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's another instance where finders, keepers, losers, weepers would make that a much better story. <laughs> I... I'm not going to say I regretted returning the wallet. I regretted not saying, hey, you come to me. <laughs> like instead, I volunteered, right? Now, Let me bring it to you. Let me drive across the city to bring it to you. She would have come to me. It was Christmas Eve. There was cash in the wallet. It's not like you need a, a world of thanks. No, no, no. But I don't know. You think of all days <laughs> that someone would be very thankful that you went out of your way for a stranger. No. As a matter of fact, they almost seemed annoyed. Yeah, finders keepers, man. It's the rule. Yeah. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Just stories of that one time you found something. Was it money? Was it goods? Take a listen to this one. It says, this was back in 2007. My parents found a huge TV and a bunch of home theater equipment behind their back fence. It looked like someone had stashed it there after a B&E. My parents called the police. The police came and got it. 
I don't know if it was six months or a year later, but my parents got a call from the cops saying, come get it because no one claimed it. I was just moving out on my own at the time, had myself a pretty sweet home theater system for free. That's a pretty good one. Thank you for that. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What's your story? Hi. Hi, Garner. I have a story for you. I'd love to hear it. My son and I were on Toronto Island um, a few years back, and the first thing we did when we got across on the ferry was go to the washroom, and I sit down in my stall and look in front of me. There's a purse hanging from the the hook on the door stall. Um, I don't know why. I called my husband back in Edmonton, like, immediately before I even opened it, because I was panicking. (laughs) And sure enough, I opened it, and it was like the biggest stack of American money that I've ever seen in my life. So I grabbed it. I went out and met my son and he's like, well, let's return it to the to the kids working at the little concession there. And not, you know, I don't know what they would have done with it, but I was just paranoid if I gave it back to them, they would keep the money and then say that it was returned without any. So we started digging through her purse, looking through all her ID. We were trying to find her on Facebook, um, and then my son, who was only like 12 at the time, was like, why don't we just go wait by the bathroom? I'm sure she'll come back. And sure enough, we seen a couple like falling um, near the bathroom when we went back. So I asked her, did you lose something? She's like, yes, my purse. So I gave it to her, and it turns out that her and her in-laws were all on a trip from Miami together. Um, she was carrying everybody spending money. And so, um, obviously, she was really happy about it. She introduced us to all of her in-laws, and to this day, we're actually still friends on Facebook. (laughs) We talk all the time. Wow, that's the story we needed. Yeah, it was really like, my husband said the same thing as some other people. He's like, I don't think I would have returned all of it. (laughs) Oh, he would have dipped his fingers in there? I think he might have, but I told him, like, there's no way my conscience could have handled that. So, yeah. and, it, and it turned out for the better. Now we have a friend. And it just, sometimes it just feels so good to do the right thing. It did. It was like a high. It was like an undescribable. Yeah. Well, can you imagine that poor woman if she never got that? And she, the rest of the vacation was ruined for everybody because she lost everyone's money. I mean, I've lost $20 and felt horrible, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's a good one. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this one, I was riding quads in the desert in Mexico on the Baja Peninsula in a very remote area. Came across a package the size of a briefcase, tinfoil wrapped in plastic wrap. I picked it up. It had the density and mass of plant material, not the density of cash. So we left it and tried to cover our tracks and told no one. That was probably the uh, that was the right move right there. Leave that one alone. <laughs> uh, you go ahead, hi Sonic. Hey Garner, guess who this is? It's a longtime listener, never a caller, but always texting stuff. It's Miles. <laughs> hey Miles. How's yeah. it going? Good. We were. T- uh, you texted earlier today. Um, what do you think? March Madness of children's entertainers. <laughs> Oh, you know it's going to be Sesame Street cleaning up at the end. It's, I think that'd be the like worst March Madness ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, 
I just realized I've got a I got a story for you that's like really timely. So we we just moved to Kamloops, right? And so it's like our house we're unpacking now. We got here Friday and it's just like, you know, a zoo, right? But about a month ago, or maybe six weeks, I loaded up I, I got tired of trying to find boxes. I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy boxes off of somebody. Uh, I don't care, we need them. 225 bucks, go out to Sylvan Lake, load up these boxes, like totally fills a box, come come to the garage and just dump, dump them in the garage for a couple of weeks. Then we start packing. And partway through, my wife kind of notices, she hears something and like, you know, change hitting the floor and stuff. Don't, doesn't pay anything, any attention. A couple hours goes by, and then she finds what hit the floor, like a diamond encrusted wedding ring, Ooh. fell out of the boxes and stuff. Right, so go on Facebook, find this guy's contact number and stuff, give him the news, send him a picture. I, well, it was basically like, hey, are you missing anything? Yeah, my wedding ring, and it's like, so send him a picture. There's lots of tears and stuff, and. And then the guy came and got it. And that, that's my story. Well, see, that's awesome. That's a great story. It's like the woman who found the purse full of cash. Sometimes it just feels good to do the right thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's actually kind of what reminds I was listening to your story just now. And it's like, yeah, actually, we've got this story. The same kind of the same story, right? Yeah. Okay. Miles, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Fleur says, I was working at Blockbuster. There was a guy I worked with left not a quite empty pop bottle every day. So I always checked under the cap. Oh my God, remember when you used to win prizes by looking under the cap? Uh, I'd won a couple of free pop from him already. This time around, I won Oilers tickets. He was pissed at me, but too bad. By the way, they were the worst seats and it was a garbage game, but oh well, it was a free game, Fleur. Thank you. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Telling tales of finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Uh, so far, all the stories have been from finders, people who found things. Uh, no losers so far. This person says, I tried to do the right thing at Superstore one day. There was a purse sitting in the frozen food section. People kept stopping to look at it, but they weren't picking it up to return it to customer service. Finally, I grabbed a man that was stocking shells a few sm- few f- aisles over, and I told him about it. He came over, looked at it, and said, It's from the shelf. It still has a price tag on it. I turned beet red and left. Uh, no idea. Superstore sold purses. Apparently they do. And that person found out the embarrassing way. But thank you for trying to do the right thing. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody said, I lost my wallet two weeks later. It came in the mail. Fun fact, if you find a wallet that has ID inside, put it in any mailbox. They'll send it to the address on the ID. Everything was in it, including the 10 bucks I keep for emergencies. I didn't know that. If you find a wallet, just put it in a mailbox? Yeah, you throw it in the mailbox. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, do you keep mad money in your wallet, Bryce? Do you keep? Do you hang on to some mad money in case you get mad on a date and you have to go home? No, I'm no? a cash-free man. Wow. That's how I live my life. I'm a modern man. You should put some mad money in your wallet. I you never know should. when you might need it. Uh, this person... Oh, this is a good one. Ooh. I found a wallet on the ground. Fortunately, there was a driver's license in it. I drove to the address on the license to return the wallet, but no one was home. 
I was just in the process of leaving a note in the mailbox with the wallet when the owner came home. It was the best-looking guy I had ever seen in my life. Oh, baby. We both felt an attraction. We went for a drink and got married six months later. Ooh. We're still together. It's been over a decade. That's what we call a meet-cute. That is a meet-cute right there. But when we read this one backstage, Bryce, your reaction, six months too soon. That seems awfully rushed. Six months later and you're married? Mm-hmm. I guess when you know, you know. Yeah, well, they've been together for over a decade. Yeah, when the heart knows, it knows, man. That's what I always say. That's what you do always say. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this must be the part of the show where we talk about uh, children's entertainers, because was it this time on Thursday where we talking about Barney? Oh, yeah, right. The Barney documentary oh, yeah, yeah, about how Barney. everyone hates him. Yeah, I Love You, You Hate Me Yeah, is the name of the Barney documentary. And now we're going to talk about uh, Friendly John, or uh, Mr. Dress Up. Yeah, he's going to be the subject of a documentary coming next year on Amazon Prime. Joel texted and said, if that documentary isn't called Behind the Tickle Trunk, where it takes a deep dive into Finnegan's opioid addiction and Casey's stint as a male entertainer, I don't know if I can watch. Well, I hope they... Uh, Hope they cover off those bases. The word the tickle trunk, it just I don't rubs think, me the wrong way. I know. I don't think that if you were a children's entertainer now and you were just launching a show, I don't think you could have a tickle trunk. Yeah. The test audience would go, oh no, no tickle trunk. I think you'd get arrested. Uh, Miles says, man, it's the friendly giant who ruled, not Mr. Dress Up. Ooh, do I... Uh, do I smell a March Madness of children's entertainers? <laughs> Why can't we just have multiple good, like... I don't know. There's mo- room for more than one good children's entertainer. And why is it that there's always some dark, dark rumor that starts to spread about children's entertainers? I remember back in the day, you know, all the kids, Do you hear Mr. Dressup does mountains of blow before every show? It's true. My aunt's seen it. You know, I seen it on TV. I seen it, man. My aunt used to work at CBC. She's seen it. Do your research, man. I don't know. Maybe that explains why Jeff from the Wiggles was always falling asleep because, you know, he'd just coming off a 96-hour bender and then he would just crash. I think we just like to believe that, you know, these wholesome children's entertainers, yeah. that when the camera's not on, they're just twisted monsters. When really, they're probably just not. No, <laughs> probably, probably not. I, I, I'm looking at photos of Mr. Dress Up right now, and I don't get the vibes that there was mountains of cocaine backstage. No, I don't think so either. Huh. Yet his show went till 1996. And then what did he do? He just rode off into the sunset. Passed away a few years later. Did he? Five years after that. Oh, so he didn't have much of a retirement. No, 4,000 episodes. Holy crap. That's a pile. Well, if you think about it, like I watched, you and I are probably like 120 years apart. Mm-hmm. And I watched Mr. Dress Up as a kid, and you caught the tail end of it, maybe? I caught the last decade of it. Wow. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Nobody liked the boat question on No Time to Google this morning. What? <laughs> See, wasn't that one of the rules, too, that we made for ourselves? We would no longer do questions about ocean-going vessels. I can't remember. We have such a long list of things we can't ask questions about without outrage anymore. Yeah, so I deeply regret the boat question. It wouldn't be no time to Google without complaints. The question was tug, bass, and row are all types of what? The answer is 
boats. Yeah, tugboat, rowboat, I would get. The bass one threw me for a loop, so I Googleified it, and mm-hmm. it is a real thing. Are you not a fisher, Bryce? I'm not a fisherman, no. I tried it once. Hmm. Bored to tears. Really? Also, I caught nothing, which oh. made me just hate it forever. See, I'm not really a fisherman. I could get into it, I think, if, but I'd have to have uh, uh, like a fishing caddy with me, somebody to do the gross stuff. Like, I don't want to touch the fish. I don't want to hold the fish up for a picture. I certainly don't want to cut that thing open. I tried it once and was bad at it, so I'll never do it again. I would just barf all over the fish. Dinner would be ruined. That would ruin it. <sighs> that was gross. Sorry. Uh, hello? I have to ask, did the boat question come up because of the fishing tournament scandal at Lake Erie this weekend? <laughs> totally. No, really, did you there was hear a, about that? Hang on, there was a fishing derby scandal. How is this? I need to march down to Bryce's office right now and reprimand him for not having this as the top story. Right? Yeah. Seriously, there was two guys that got busted at a huge fishing tournament on Lake Erie because they were shoving lead weights down the throats of their fishes. That is that actually a thing that happens? Well, it did happen, and there was absolute outrage. Like, these guys almost got... Radio edit. But yeah, it's all over the TikTok and all over the Google, and yeah, it's a huge scandal. Because those tournaments are big, big dollars, right? Oh, yeah. I came this close to winning a boat in the one and only fishing derby I was ever in. I hope you're making, like, little, like, I crush your head finger size. Well, no, no. Like, I, I honestly, I placed third. With I caught a salmon, and but the first prize was like a really nice fishing boat. Second prize was a boat, but it was a smaller boat. The third prize, the one that I got, was two fishing rods. Like that was a <laughs> steep drop off from second to third. Oh, yeah. I gave the fishing rods away. I had no use for them. I didn't have a boat because I didn't win one. I thought it was due to poor sportsmanship, and because you didn't get a boat, you just snapped them over your leg. I threw them into the ocean. I I heaved them into the sea. (laughs) I can't believe I actually have a fishing tournament story. I did see the story about this fishing thing. How come it wasn't top story? Uh, Because it's a fishing story. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was some tournament at this Lake Erie, and these guys won, and then they were inspecting their fish and found weights inside. And it said they would have won about $30,000 worth of prizes had they not been disqualified. And people got outraged. Well, that's interesting. Is this a common thing? It must be. People, fisher people, is this a common thing? Is it like uh, steroids in baseball? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm. Mystery candy.